You're listening to the Shoot for Success Photography Podcast, and on today's episode, we're talking about how you can design a business that works for you. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Sean Brown, and if you had told me years ago that I would be a professional photographer today, I would have said that you were crazy. Since then, I've been able to grow my photography business to six figures per year and haven't looked back. Now, with over eight years of experience of figuring out what to do and more importantly, what not to do, I help photographers build the thriving photography business that they've always dreamed of so that they can have more time, flexibility, and freedom to do what they truly want to do. And you want to know the best part? I'm showing you how to make that happen for yourself in this audio series. This is Shoot for Success. Hey everyone, Sean Brown, and if you are a new listener, welcome. If you're an old listener, welcome as well. So excited to have you back or here for the first time. You may be wondering, where was the episode last week? I actually had some people emailing me. They said, Sean, where are the podcasts? We haven't been getting emails and all that stuff. And I'm about to tell you why, and it actually ties into what we're going to be talking about in today's episode, which is designing a business that works for you. Not designing a business that is somebody else's dream, but designing a business that is what you want to do day in and day out. If you're following along on the Instagrams, you may have seen that I just spent the last few weeks uh, driving across country with my girlfriend, Kate, we were getting her settled and moved into her new place for grad school. So she's going to be going, she's crazy smart. She's going to be going to grad school, studying bad echolocation and getting a fully funded, uh, fully funded master's in biology, which is just absolutely incredible. So congratulations to Kate for doing that. But one of the things that that kind of meant was we had to pack up all her things here in Washington and move them over to Indiana. So that was kind of what we were doing the last few weeks. And because of that, well, one of the podcast episodes took a little bit of a break. So hopefully you all will forgive me, but we're going to be talking a little bit about why that is and kind of what this episode is all about, because it really ties into uh, me being able to drive with her for the past couple weeks and get her settled in and not really have to worry about being online constantly and being sucked into my work, you know, 12 hours a day or anything like that, being able to actually take some time off. And so during our road trip, we actually had an amazing trip. So I'm just going to tell you about that for a second because we did so many cool things. She planned it out the whole way. So we ended up driving from Washington all the way. We went to Yellowstone for a couple days, got to see all of the animals there. It was beautiful weather, like 65 and sunny. Um, I actually got a sunburnt looking at some of the geysers because the water reflecting in. uh, It didn't seem that hot, but it was hot enough to give me a sunburn, which to be honest, isn't that much. And we got to see some uh, baby animals. We saw some baby bison. We got in a bison jam. So there weren't any car traffic jams, but there were bison jams where you basically just wait for the bison to cross the road. And then you kind of sit in your car and hope that you don't look at them the wrong way and have them ram you off the side of the road and fun things like that. 
absolutely incredible trip. So if you're watching along Instagram stories, you saw that we headed to Devil's Tower and Mount Rushmore, got to stop in Rapid City and go to the third tallest building in South Dakota, um, headed up there for drinks, got to see like the full 360 degree view of that at night, which was super cool. And then we ended up heading to Chicago, saw a Cubs game against the Dodgers, which was awesome. We were one of like 10,000 people in the stadium, so got to be in there before they opened up capacity. And then we ended up heading back to uh, Indianapolis area to get her settled in at grad school. But that was all possible because I have been doing what we're talking about in this episode, which is designing a business that works for you and works for what you want to be doing. So with that, one of the things that I see a lot of photographers, a mistake that they make, which is focusing on creating a business for somebody else. And if you're listening to this episode, you're probably like a lot of other photographers where you came into the photography genre, the photography business, because you were like, I want to move away from my part-time job or my full-time job. I want to have something that gives me a little bit more flexibility and freedom. I want to do something that allows me to do what I want when I want, you know, that tying into that freedom again, being able to spend time with my friends and my family, being able to take time off for vacation, all of these things. And one of the things that we sometimes get caught up in is we're so focused on the end results or uh, being successful in the eyes of others, measuring our success off of what others think, that all of a sudden we kind of look back and realize that the business that we're actually working to create isn't really a business that works for us. It's really a business that somebody else has wanted or that somebody else says that we need to have. And one of the things that is kind of a mistake that photographers make is that we ultimately create a business structure that we think we need to have because somebody else has told us that we need to have it. Right. So whether that means, you know, a photographer saying, oh, you're not successful unless you photograph X number of seniors a year or you're not successful unless you're making this amount of money or you're not successful unless you meet X, Y, Z criteria. Like there are a million things that happen. And then all of a sudden we're going down the road and we look back, you know, or we look back from one, two, three years down the road. And we realize that we haven't created a business that we wanted to, where we've wanted a business that gave us that freedom and flexibility. And what we've inadvertently done is created a business that has the exact opposite effect. So if you if this resonates with you, feel free to share this on your Instagram stories and share this out with your other photography friends. And please tag me at shoot for success photography or shoot for success podcast on Instagram so that I can say hello and and hear that you are in the same boat because I think that you, if you're like a lot of photographers, you are not alone in this. And one of the things that we want to do is we need to kind of right the ship. We need to get back on track of making sure that we're moving in the direction that we want to do. And so if you're listening to this, you might be saying, okay, how do I do that? Like, I feel like I'm not going in the right direction. I feel like I'm off track. I feel like 
I'm not achieving the freedom that I want. I feel like I'm working longer hours. I feel like I was maybe even better off working in nine to five than doing what I love in photography because at least when I was doing the nine to five, when it was 5 p.m., I got to sign off and I got to be with my family. And now I'm stuck in, you know, the office across from the living room or at the photography studio or whatever it may be working long hours. And now I don't get to see my family at all. And I hate it. And if you're like a lot of photographers, this happens once in a while. So one of the things that we're going to talk about are actually the three things you can do to create a business that works for you. Okay, that's the big thing about this episode is not creating a business that somebody else says that you need to have, not creating a business that you think you need to have, but creating a business that you want to have. And so the first thing that I want you to do is, well, I guess to start out, what you have to do first is you have to take a step back. You have to take a step back and understand what it is that you want to do. Okay, and I call this step number one, determining what your end goal is. And then once we have our end goal dialed in, we're going to work from there. And what I want you to do is I want you when you are kind of envisioning this and picturing this and narrowing it down of what your end goal is, I want you less focused on the photography side of things and less focused on the business side of things and more focused on the personal side of things. And now why is that important? Well, if we're to create a business that works for us, our businesses are very tied together with our personal lives, right? If we're working long hours, that means that we're not being able to do things in our personal life. And the whole reason that we're probably that you're probably creating a photography business or want to create a business or maybe that you've created a business and have just gone down the wrong path is that we were in this to do something with our lives in a way that makes us happy in a way that allows us to do what we love and gives us the flexibility to also do what we want to do day in and day out, right? That's kind of why we probably created, that's why you probably created your photography business or said, I want to become a photographer. Probably one of those reasons or a mixture of those. And so what we need to do is we need to take a step back and say, what do we want our personal life to be like? What do we want to make sure that we're able to do? And one of the things that I looked back on, and we'll talk about this in in step number two, kind of the second thing that we can be doing. But the first thing that I did when I got into photography was my end goal was, you know, I didn't necessarily want to do weekends. And so I said, okay, that's kind of, you know, wedding photography is kind of out for me. Wedding photography is kind of out for me. It's not something that I maybe can do because I didn't want to work weekends. And is that... You know, is that kind of something that I wanted to do? You know, I thought weddings might be cool. I actually tried photographing weddings and uh, one of my friends, she let me second shoot a wedding, bless her heart, because it was probably the worst second shooter she's ever had in her life. And if she's listening, TB knows exactly uh, who who I'm referencing right now. But one of the things that I also said about weddings was I didn't want to work weekends. I wanted to be able to spend time in the Pacific Northwest in the beautiful summers not working an eight, 10 hour wedding. That was just something that wasn't going to work for me. And so what I said was, I said, you know what, maybe I'm going to do some portraits. 
And that's kind of where senior photography fell into place, where my end goal was to have time with my friends and family during the weekends. And I recognized that weddings just wasn't really going to be a way for that to happen. Now, is that to say that you have to work every single weekend if you're a wedding photographer? Absolutely not. But do other genres make it a little bit easier, in my opinion? Absolutely. And so one of the things was I, I looked at my what I wanted kind of my life to be like, and I didn't want it tied up in weddings. And so my end goal was to have some time in the summers with friends and family when the weather's really nice in the Pacific Northwest. And I decided to work from there. One of the other things that I wanted to do was I didn't want to have to be constantly constrained and feel like I had to be working day in and day out in order to make ends meet and have a life that I wanted to live. And so one of the things that I recognized early on was that if I was going to have a little bit of freedom and flexibility, that meant not taking on 100 plus shoots a year, right? I, I knew that I could not be a volume photographer if I wanted to live the life I wanted to live. I needed to be a, a medium volume photographer, where I didn't have to take on as many shoots. And what did that mean? That meant structuring my business in a way that allowed me to charge higher prices, better serve my clients, and thus have a little bit more freedom and flexibility in doing what I wanted to. That was kind of the whole reason why I structured my business the way that it was. But both of those started with having an end goal in mind, okay? It wasn't something that I just said, I'm going to do this, this, and this because, you know, other photographers are doing this or the photographer down the, the street or maybe you follow a photographer that's super successful on Instagram or something like, you know, follow them on Instagram and that photographer is super successful. Does that mean that you need to go and replicate their business? Absolutely not. Because what happens when you try to replicate what somebody else is doing without any reason to it, well, what ends up happening is you just created a business that works for them. You didn't create a business that works for you. You created a business that works for them. And now you're just living in their world. You know, you're just living in their business structure. So what you really need to do is get clear and concise on what your end goal is and work from there. Okay, and this is something I teach in the mastermind about streamlining and outsourcing and all that stuff, which we'll get to in a later point. But it's all about creating a business that works for you. Second step is I want you to create your personal schedule and then your business schedule. What a lot of photographers do is they create their business schedule and then try to plug their life, their personal life, into their business schedule. Okay? Well, I don't have a shoot this Saturday, so I guess that means I can go to a barbecue with my friends, right? Or I guess that means I can go on vacation with my family, or we can go and watch my son's soccer game, or whatever it may be. Rather than having the mindset of creating your personal schedule and saying, no, I can't take on a shoot because I'm going to my son's baseball game, not the other way around. You see how it, the it's very nuanced, but there's a slight difference, okay? The difference between saying, I guess I can go to my son's soccer game because I don't have a shoot versus I can't take on the shoot because I have my son's soccer game. The order of priority is switched. And that only is able to happen when you create your personal schedule first. Because if you don't create your personal schedule first, you're at the mercy of your business schedule. And the two are so intertwined, you don't really have a choice of doing one or the other. They kind of have to both happen. You kind of have to do both of them. And so one simple way to make sure that you're doing it in a way that works for you is to create your personal schedule. So for instance, 
when I was structuring my business, I looked at what my end goal was, which was to have some freedom and flexibility to travel on the weekends if I wanted to, to go out to events, to have fun with friends and family when they were off work, because a lot of them were working a nine to five corporate job. Um, you know, a lot of my friends, when we graduated college, were working in finance. So it was, you know, nine to five, Monday through Friday. And that was kind of the lifestyle that they that they were in. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to just structure my business in a way that I'm able to work weekends. And so what I did was I created my personal schedule and I blocked out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I blocked out some Mondays too, because if I was going to be traveling out of state or uh, on a plane or anything like that, I may have been catching a flight back on Monday morning. And so what I did was I structured my shooting schedule that I wasn't shooting on Fridays unless I wanted to by choice. I wasn't shooting Saturdays and Sundays unless I wanted to by choice for that particular session. And then I wasn't typically shooting on Mondays or I let I left some Mondays open to provide that flexibility for travel. And then what I did was I said, okay, that leaves me Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays for shoots. And then I knew that on uh, Mondays that I wasn't traveling, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mornings or Friday mornings, I was able to do my image premiere and ordering sessions. And what I did was I structured my weeks in a way, and I talk about this in, in my mastermind a lot, structuring your schedule in a way that works for you and batching and all that stuff, but structuring it in a way that I said, okay, I knew exactly what I was doing week in and week out, and it did not interfere with my personal schedule. The whole reason I was even able to take this road trip with Kate was because I created this personal schedule and I knew that months and months ago, I needed to block out these two weeks of my calendar so I wasn't scheduling shoots over, right? So I had a lot of inquiries for this spring that I ended up turning down because they needed grad cards or uh, yearbook photos or whatever and they were late to schedule their sessions and I was okay turning those sessions down because my priorities were in line. And that kind of leads into the third point, which is to prioritize what's important to you. And what I will say to that is once you prioritize what's important to you, you need to outsource what is detrimental to that or what works against your priorities. And the way that we can do this is I like to create two lists. I I create one of tasks that uh, only I can do and tasks that other people can do. And on the priorities tasks, what I do is I put things that only I can do. And one of the things that we need to do is we we only have so many hours in the day and we have priorities that need to get done in our business. But the other thing that we have are priorities in our personal life that need to happen. And so what we can do is we can eliminate hours in the day that we are working and add to hours of the day that we're spending doing the things that we want to, but it comes with giving up a little bit of control. I know that as creatives, it's really hard to do that. Like it's so hard to do. And I took years to do this. And this, you know, this is something for a whole nother episode, which is outsourcing and making sure that you are eliminating anything in your life or your day-to-day business life that others can do. And it all comes from understanding that if we do not give up control of those things, what's going to happen is they are going to affect us. They're going to affect our business life, and they're going to take away from our priorities of what's important to us outside of our business, outside of our day-to-day schedule. So quick little episode for you all. Just wanted to ease back into the podcasting 
mindset and the podcasting spirit because I know that I was gone last week, but from here on out, we're going to have weekly podcasts. This shouldn't be any other missed Mondays. I'm going to make sure that we're batching episodes and getting those produced and edited for you all so that there is a new episode in your ears each Monday morning. And if you're like the individual who emailed me and was like, Sean, what happened to the podcast? I, I didn't get any emails about a new episode. Well, that didn't mean that new episodes weren't going out because new episodes have gone out. So what I wanted you to do is if you are not subscribed, please make sure to subscribe, whether you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or whatever other podcast source that you listen to, make sure to hit that follow button. And what that'll do is make sure that you're notified or your podcast downloads updates with all the new episodes, because I can't guarantee that an email is going to go out and every single week you're going to be notified when the podcast goes live. So what better way than just to make sure you don't miss an episode by hitting the subscribe and the follow button. And then what I'd also love you to do is if this episode was helpful to you at all, please, please, please send me a direct message at shoot for success podcast on Instagram and let me know that this episode helped you in some way, because my ultimate goal is to make sure that I am creating episodes that are inspirational for you, educational for you, and allow us to get to know each other a little bit better and ultimately move your business forward in a way that you want it to move forward in. I want you to get to the end goals. I want you to achieve all of the things that you want to do in a way that you are designing a business that works for you. So if this was helpful in in helping you kind of see that path forward, please let me know. Uh, Shoot me a direct message or better yet, screenshot this while you're listening to it. Share it to your Instagram story and then tag me. Let me know what your takeaway was and I'd love to, to see that. So as always, cannot wait to see you all or I guess... Uh, talk with you all, have you have me be able to be in your ears for the next episode of the podcast. I guess we don't really see this because it's it's not a visual thing. It's a, it's a ver- it's an audio thing. And I can't wait to bring you more episodes as we move more into 2021. But I hope this episode was helpful for you all. Can't wait to he- see you all talk with you, whatever it is in the podcast terms on the next episode. And as always, I'll see you all on the next episode. Talk to you guys soon. One of the things I discovered early on in photography is that working harder isn't what builds a successful business. In fact, after coaching hundreds of photographers in every market across the country, the number one trait that they all shared when they were struggling was working harder than ever in hopes that things would finally come together. It wasn't until they figured out how to implement the proper frameworks and strategies that their business took off. That's why I've created this free on-demand video training series, the Intro to Senior Photography Crash Course, to help photographers who want to start or grow their businesses without spending years struggling trying to figure it out on their own. In this free training, I will teach you the steps you need to take that people like myself along with hundreds of other photographers have used to build their thriving senior photography business and be able to live the life they want to live. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to unlock how to make that happen for you and your business and say yes to being the successful senior photographer you've always dreamed of being.